Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1357 which aired on Monday, May 27th, 2019. Um so I this this episode is kind of wonky. Some stuff that wasn't so great, but there was some really really good stuff on this, especially the the matches that uh took place uh most of the matches that took place i really enjoyed but um yeah uh it was i i tweeted a few weeks ago that it would be really nice if uh there was a wrestling match that happened that like started within now i'm not talking about brawls uh altercations at, backstage that kind of stuff i'm talking about actual wrestling match with the bell ringing and a referee there starting within 10 minutes of the beginning of an episode of raw that it would be just i think that would help a lot that it would make like just just that one thing just that just doing that one thing would uh give the whole show a whole different feel get it off to a whole different start um that might have people a little bit more interested than it seems like uh they have been lately but um it seems they took the direct opposite approach that there was um not a real wrestling match until like halfway through the show yes we did have a match between lance and Noai versus shane mcmahon um that really doesn't even that doesn't even count as an actual match because it was um yeah it's you wouldn't you wouldn't send a clip of that match to somebody and say hey check out the check out this match you would send that to somebody and say look at this weird thing that happened but anyway at the top of the show kofi comes out uh they had the the whole memorial day thing um at the at the very top of the show but um, then Kofi comes out and he challenges Brock to come out and cash in tonight. Uh, Seth comes out and he wants to find out who Brock is going to cash in on as well. And then Brock and Paul Heyman come out. They're rocking out to the newly modified Money in the Bank contract beef briefcase. Beefcase. That could be a thing, too. That, 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 whoever's next year, they have a thing about beef. They have the beefcase, but uh, it has speakers and stuff, so it looks like a boombox. And he's rocking out to it, and it actually is playing music because they have it uh, hooked up um, to a wireless uh, receiver thing. That's that's pretty uh, pretty good going. I'm sure that they actually tried to have that receiver inside of the briefcase so you wouldn't see it, but um, I from. From personal experience or uh, personal, uh, I didn't have the experience of of, of working with the uh, those wireless packs, but seeing people work with those wireless packs, that they are very very finicky, uh, especially when they're next to something else that's metal, like the the briefcase is. So, um, but anyway, that's beside the point. He's he's rocking out to some music and. Um, then they rock out to the the new day music and then to seth rollins music and uh seth leaves um <laughs> because it's so ridiculous um and uh paul says oh well the, the seth seth ruined it we're not going to announce it right now then 
So we get to back to that later. Um, the Usos are holding a Memorial Day party outside. Uh, Truth was there, and he went completely unnoticed by uh, Drake Maverick, who had his flyers and everything. Uh, then Shane McMahon he talks about the Samoan dynasty, and he teases how he's going to fight somebody from that family. Is the age-old feud between the McMahons and the Samoans. Um, so it ends up being Lance Inouye, um Is that how you pronounce it? I'm not sure. Um, versus Shane McMahon. Shane wins because uh, he had a lot of help from Drew McIntyre. They like And they beat him up before the actual match. Um, but Roman comes out, and he fights them off. And um, this got me thinking. Their, their cousins... Jimmy and Jay are holding this party outside. At first, I thought that was rude of them not to invite their cousins. Like that—that—that's you—you got you know that they—they're they're there. Why don't you invite them? But then I remembered uh, in that first Memorial Day party, uh, block party, the USA block party um, segment, they said that everybody was invited. So that does include their cousins, uh, Lance and Roman. Um, except for the revival that they're, they're the only ones who are not invited. So I, I guess it's more so that it's, uh, maybe kind of rude that, uh, that Roman and Lance didn't attend their cousin's block party, but, uh, it was, it was never, it was never addressed because this is the last that we saw of any of the, any of those people. I think maybe we saw Shane and Drew later. I don't remember. Um, Brock comes back out. He's there uh, with a referee. And Seth comes out and says that Brock is a joke. Um, oh, I forgot to mention that, like, the, the, the highlight of this episode of this week, I guess, so far, is Brock's T-shirt, his new shirt design, which is Brock Party with the boombox on it, the boombox briefcase. I kind of want that shirt. Uh, another idea for it, um, I think, would be beats incarnate huh huh beats incarnate because they are are going with the beats beast box but i think going the other way use his catchphrase beast incarnate or his uh, moniker beats incarnate beats incarnate i'm just gonna keep like the last episode there's so much so much blood so much blood there's so much blood um uh people finally realize that our truth is at that party i presume because we see him uh oh oh i skipped the thing uh brock learns that uh because paul Heyman reads like the the last part of the contract and the brock realizes wait what i don't have to decide right, right now i have a whole year to even decide who i'm cashing in on well seth rollins screw you and he leaves uh so then this is i i like how some of the this action like overlaps um especially the 24 7 stuff truth being chased by everybody he gets a a few roll-ups attempted and things like that but he still escapes with carmella on his back um i don't know if carmella well sometimes carmella is helping him but when he's running with her on his back I feel like he could run a lot faster if she wasn't on his back. That she could stay behind and like trip up some people, but I don't know. Uh, we find out that uh, AJ is injured, so uh, he will not be able to be in that uh, Fatal 4-Way Contenders match that uh, takes place a little bit later. 
got some kind of helicopter zipping past right now. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, I don't think, no, it's not a helicopter. It's a, a small airplane. That was weird how sudden it was. How suddenly the sound started, how suddenly it stopped. That's weird. Anyway, um, so AJ will not be able to uh, be in that match, and I think Baron Corbin took his place. And Aaron Corbin, all, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Orbin, uh, also attacked AJ backstage at, at the end of this doctor's office seg- segment thing. Um, then we finally have an actual wrestling match. Becky Lynch and Nikki Cross uh, fight the Iconics. Becky wins uh, via, uh, 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 I guess it's called the 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 manhandle, the manhandle slam or something. I don't know, but um, she pins Peyton Royce, and then Lacey arrives uh, to do her thing. Um, so no Alexa Bliss this week. Actually, this is the only women's segment on the entire three hours. So that's uh, that's a, a pretty big bummer as well. Um, because you it, it had been well. I guess you could count Naomi being involved in the 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 party, but um, she was the only one actually really there. And I, and then Carmella was involved with the other stuff, but uh, she wasn't the focus either. So it would have been nice to have at least like one other match. Um, you know, where's Natalia? What's Natalia up to? What's um. Uh, well, Ember went to SmackDown. Um, Ruby, Ruby is, uh, getting, um, she's had surgery and stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was a bummer that, I mean, I like this match. It was a bummer that we didn't have more from the women's division in this episode. Um, but this could be the same kind of thing as with the, uh, the tag team championships. Um, I mean, at least we had the champions appear, um, it feels like all the tag team championship champions haven't even been on TV the last couple of weeks, including tonight. Uh, Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, not on the show at all. Um, uh, Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan, also not on on their show. Um, and we'll see if that continues tonight. And I have a feeling that they're just keeping both of those on hold on the back burner until after uh, after Super Showdown. And that will get to see them, hopefully get to see them on TV again after that. Um, anyway, uh, back at the party, the ri- Revival appear. The Usos are furious that they're there. Um, but Naomi reveals that she invited them because they need to squash their beef, which was highlight- <laughs> highlighted by uh, one of them actually squeezing a uh, beef patty. And that- <laughs> I appreciate the pun. I appreciate it. Um, so we cut back to them, uh, a few times and they are getting along for the most of they're playing that, uh, what, what is that game called? They even said the name of the game by, by, by name, the, the it's like Footsberry or something, <laughs> not Footsberry. Um, the, the thing with the bean bags and the, the, the thing, the holes, cornhole. That's what it is. Um, so they were getting along, but they then they, they get into a an altercation later. Well, they 
uh, don't actually start to fight. But then our truth comes in, and that starts a big old brawl, and truth escapes um, with his life and with the championship. So the, the adventure continues in the pursuit of the twenty four seven championship um, for all the people who are even interested in that. Um, up next, a fantastic match. Oh my god! If these two have a match every week from now on. I wouldn't mind that at all, as long as it gets longer and longer each week until, like, finally it's they have just, like, an hour-long um, singles match between the two of them. It could be even, like, a, a, a best-of-seven, not, not a best-of-seven series. It could be a best-of-seven series also, but, um, oh, my God, I didn't even say who's in this match. I think you know who's in this match. Ricochet and Cesaro um i could watch their matches just th- that that could just be all that wwe is is from now on and i would absolutely love it um go watch this um go go watch this match go watch this match go watch this match it's great um there's some fantastic stuff in there the finisher we had uh uh from the 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 post show thread is called a poison rana but I looked up other clips of a poisoned Rana, and it is not the same. It's basically a reverse Frankensteiner, I think. Um, this was not that. This was something else. It felt more like a. I I describe it as a like a, a Rana combined with a uh, with like a Michinoku driver or something like that. Um, that it. Uh, because it, it looks like Cesaro always went straight, through, flipped around right onto his head. But on the replay in the slow motion, you can see that he is driven uh, the, the the upper back and the shoulders are what's driven into the mat. Um, and that's what reminded me of the Michinoku driver um, or some other other types of, of drivers that, um, that are out there. So I feel like it's got to be called something like that um not just a poisoned rana which um i have not seen from the clips i've seen i've not seen any of them um that looked the way that this move looked but whatever it's called that finisher is freaking awesome and ricochet and cesaro are amazing and i'm glad that we got to see another match between them um and there's a uh, a lot of discussion online about how both these guys are very underused and all that kind of thing. Um, I think that they would be even more underused than a match like this if they were there doing uh, this the silly. Not that I don't like it. I I really enjoyed the Brock Lesnar stuff. Um, but if they were doing that instead. And they weren't instead of doing these having these matches in the middle of the show, um, I think that would be underused um on a week to week basis, I think. But anyway, I look forward to seeing more from both of them. I'm sure we're gonna get them going at it again next week. Um it was announced that Rey Mysterio has to uh vacate the United States championship. Uh Samoa Joe thinks that they should just give it back to them. But um I would absolutely love uh, Samoa Joe versus Ricochet versus Cesaro, and uh, even if it's just a triple threat, triple that make that triple threat, that'd be killer. 
Um, and if you have to throw somebody else in there, um, into that mix, um, you know, I wouldn't even mind having like a, um, uh, like, uh, like the Miz in there or something like that. I don't even know, but, um, yeah, we'll see how all that ends up. Uh, up next we had the Miz, Baron Corbin, Strowman, and Lashley, uh, fight in the fatal four way. I guess it was an elimination match but that's not really how it worked out um corbin won and so corbin will be facing um seth rollins at super showdown um so i i kind of want to root for corbin just because that's that's that would be totally ridiculous if he won so uh that is like an actual underdog that there's no possible way that he's gonna win that match but um yeah um we'll we'll see how that works out it could end up being one of baron corbin's best matches ever um uh because seth rollins is is so awesome uh but we'll see uh truth oh this this happened after i already talked about this truth enters the party and then escapes when everybody starts to try to attack him and they're fighting each other carl anderson tried to go for a pin and luke gallows is like what are you doing i should have been doing that and then they start fighting between each other. It's a big old brawl. The distraction is enough for them to get away. That was the last that we saw of the 24-7 championship on that episode. Oh, what if we get a ride-along episode with Truth and Carmella with the championship and that they keep getting attacked? That would be a great, great episode. I hope they do that. Anyway, um, we had a Firefly Funhouse episode um, where Bray talks about The Fiend they shouldn't be afraid of the fiend. The fiend is here to protect us. Um, and Dr. Bray determines that Abby is a bully. But Abby wonders, why won't you let me rest? Why am I stuck here in limbo? Did somebody say limbo? And then we have a very creepy game of limbo take place with some very miserable children holding the, the limbo stick. Uh, that, was, that was a pretty cool episode of fun firefly fun house um then we have sammy in the electric chair which is uh, such a nobody thinks of electric chair as being an interrogation tool they think of it as being executed i i after doing a little bit of research i realized yes there are instances where like electric shock is used in interrogation and stuff but it's i don't think anybody thinks of that when they see an actual electric chair in the ring which is kind of insane um but uh sammy is taking questions from the audience we got some sarah schreiber on there she's uh uh taking the mic around to all these no it wasn't sarah schreiber what or was it a mix it was uh kayla braxton took at least one of the questions i think it may have been a mix of it which would make sense um i really feel like sarah schreiber was on there but anyway um there is some uh pretty pretty softball questions like why haven't you won the universal championship what do you miss the ginger snaps things like that and uh sammy finally says oh what why don't you ask me about aew and then he's like oh and the crowd is like oh everybody online is like oh and um yeah, because that's the big question on everybody's mind this week. Is, is, what is WWE's response going to be? Are they going to reference it? Are they going to 
or they're just going to respond by having a really good show, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it's kind of unfair to expect a re- just a, a regular episode, especially a Memorial Day episode, which uh, these holiday type episodes are usually have just like the party type stuff and things like that. Um, but even like one of the best episodes of Raw it isn't really comparable to an event like Double or Nothing because it's it's it is just the, the weekly churn the weekly build up to each of the pay-per-views like the only the only ones that would maybe stand a chance like stand a chance to be compared to it are the raw after mania or maybe even the raw after SummerSlam. but even then it's still just working towards the it's setting things on the path towards the next thing for the most part and i think that's um uh that's not a really good comparison for you to do the better comparison is going to be um well i think smackdown in general just is better uh every week anyway and i think that uh if there is a a noticeable response as far as uh type of matches and things like that um oh i did skip that uh, that did seem like kind of a response um at the beginning um Dolph Ziggler attacked Kofi Kingston after uh Seth left and then we come back from commercial and then and Dolph has some blood on him so like that so like that whole brawl between them and then Xavier Woods ended up brawling with with Dolph Ziggler um so to say that there wasn't any action in the first half of the show is a little bit unfair because there was all that brawl stuff taking place but um and like I said having an actual wrestling match within the first 10 minutes of the show start within the first 10 minutes of the show, I think would be, um, a really nice change, uh, for a lot of people to tune in and get excited for. I mean, even if it was like that Cesaro and Ricochet match, like if that started, I realize you want to start the show, like bookend the show with like the main event type of stuff, but Having a killer like match like that within the first start within the first ten minutes, uh, I think it would be really good. Like if next week they start the show with that with some type of multi man match to uh, to crown a new United States champion, that would be really great. I I, I think a lot of people would enjoy that. Um, they could do they could do a freaking gauntlet match uh, to to crown the new champion. That would be that would be awesome. So it's like the f- whole first hour of the show. I'm going to tweet that. Everybody tweet that at them. So like, we want the first hour of the show to be a gauntlet match for the United States Championship. Do it. Do it. Do it. Please, do it. Anyway, um, the final match of the night was Sami Zayn versus Seth Rollins. It was not a championship match, I don't think. Uh, there is the the ominous, the the shadow of Brock Lesnar still hanging over everything because it was shown that he's still there in the arena he was backstage but it did not materialize into anything happen uh seth uh defeated sammy with a uh two curb stomps and i uh, got the win um what i really want to talk about and i think it was my favorite part of the night was there was a new episode of ride along after raw and it featured uh rusev and lana in one of the cars 
and the other car was uh, Mandy and Sonia. And we got a special episode of the Mandy's Donuts. And I thought this is the most genius, like, crossover and ad, uh, product placement sponsorship deal thing because uh, they were in Kentucky. They went to KFC. Both of them went to KFC, and they were talking <laughs> – talking kind of ridiculously about the, the food like oh they're so ooey gooey talking about these cinnamon roll uh cinnabon uh biscuits um and actually i kind of want to try some of those now except unfortunately or no the kfc is still open it's the it's the taco bell that closed right near here um about a lot it, it, way too many sweets lately i get more fruits and veg and uh that kind of thing instead of uh so much uh milkshakes and donuts uh but that's what uh, that's like the the most delicious looking stuff when you're in las vegas but um anyway they're the the right one they're they're in kentucky they go to kfc they're uh promoting these uh cinnabon biscuits so it's promoting it's a wwe show they're promoting kfc and cinnabon and they're doing a, a special episode of the Mandy's Donuts within this episode and, uh, where they normally talk about donuts. And uh, it was just layers and layers and layers of sweetness. And um, I, I really enjoyed this episode overall. Um, even though it was, it was just one big commercial for KFC and Cinnabon. But um, go check it out. Go check out the Mandy's Donuts. They post their episodes on each of their individual YouTube channels on Mandy's and Sonia's. Um, but uh, it's Mandy. I think you search for Mandy Sachs or maybe her full last name. Um, and then uh, Daria Baranato is what you search for or for Sonia's YouTube. But just search the Mandy's Donuts, D-A-M-A-N-D-Y-Z, and then Donuts. You can find this show or just go to their Twitter accounts. They post a new episode every week. It's pretty good. Um, so I'm wondering if they're going to post their version of this episode on for this week's actual episode, maybe. Um, or if this was, I think I missed it. If it was, they had to have done this as an extra. Um, and then they did their usual episode that week. I don't know. Um, I don't follow that closely. I don't keep track of every single one or whatever. But, um, yeah, right along. It's super fun. It's it's one of the, the most fun shows. I got to get back to watching the rest of the Combine. Um, I realize now I only have an hour and a half until SmackDown starts, so I can't watch the rest of it right now, but I can certainly try. I can wa watch a bulk of it. Um, so I will uh, talk about the rest of the Combine and my overall thoughts of it. I already talked about it a lot in the previous episode um uh for uh, last week's nxt um so i'll talk about it more in this week's nxt episode um oh also i was gonna say a more direct comparison i think will be uh to watch um uh this weekend's takeover because i it's gonna be great and i think uh comparing pay-per-view type events is more of compare uh, is a better comparison than comparing a uh, even comparing a wwe pay-per-view to an episode of raw there's a, a huge difference between the two things 
Um, another one of those differences is is just the structure of it with the commercials, um, how things have to be uh, have to be timed out and things like that, and uh, broken up. Uh, all the different segments broken up, where there isn't really that uh, that restraints or that that uh, framework that you have to work around when you're doing a pay per view. You just have that overall or in the case of having a kickoff show, you have the first hour and then you have the rest of the show to that you can kind of break up however you, um, however you, whatever the best way to break it up is, as opposed to definitely having to have this number of ad breaks for this amount of time each time, that kind of stuff. So anyway, um, that's all my thoughts for this week's episode of Raw. I enjoyed it um, for the most part. It was. It was, it was pretty silly and i i would have liked to see more wrestling obviously but um this is kind of just how it's how raw has been for a while and i don't i don't expect it to just suddenly change um uh just be, just in response to one show from a competitor or anything like that so um yeah, there there are complaints to be had. Absolutely, uh, I think those complaints uh, would be there. No, no matter what, no matter what they do, there's going to be complaints about everything, really. So um, I just enjoying what I do enjoy about it, and uh, the main thing right now is the Beats Incarnate, uh, Brock Lesnar, and. Uh, if he does this for, I have a, I kind of have a feeling that he's going to break Carmella's record. That he's going to have that Money in the Bank briefcase, that Money in the Bank boom box, beats box, beast box, for uh, all the way until WrestleMania. Probably, um, he would break the record if he if he held it to, to WrestleMania, because Carmella held it to WrestleMania, but she got it in June, so. Um, he would be it by a couple, a few weeks, I think, like three weeks longer if he cashed it in at WrestleMania. Um, how how crazy would that be? If it's Seth Rollins, somehow it ends up Seth and Roman are on separate brands now. But if somehow it ended up being Seth versus Roman for the Universal Championship, and then then Brock cashed in, I think that would actually that would be pretty funny. It would be a a, a nice like closed loop sort of thing, but. Um, We'll see what happens with that sometime in the next year. Um, let me know what you thought about this episode by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to, uh, to, to listen. And I'll be back real soon with more here on TIW Podcast. Stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time. Bye.